fellow told me uh, in Chicago that the original name of this planet is hell. Marshall, I'm over here being interviewed. Please go outside. I can't concentrate with you over there talking trivialities. The two don't go together, you know. Well, I didn't know this, huh? Well, I'm telling you, get out. Right. You and him both. Have some respect. So, uh, you're pretty equally dividing your time between uh, Europe and the uh, United States now? Well, I've been going to Europe for the last 20 years or 10 years or something. I'm concentrating on the United States now. Uh -huh. Because they, they, they don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I haven't had the publicity I have in Europe. And I've been to Egypt three times, so they know. I've been to Greece, they know. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Finland, Norway, Sweden, uh, Holland, uh, Denmark, Switzerland, Austria. Keep on going to those places. And then I never, the American knows nothing about me, but in every small town in Europe, they know about me. So it doesn't seem, it isn't something wrong. So therefore this time, I counseled the Europe thing, and I came back to America. I counseled some things in Germany, in Austria, the biggest festival, I came back here. Because the scientists said, it's three minutes to midnight. Yeah, that's right. And therefore, if I got anything to offer that's worthwhile for this planet, I have to do it now. Do you, do you think one, uh, one of the reasons that you're not accepted as much uh, in the United States is uh, racism? That, that plays a part in it? Well, I'm of the angel race, and I'm sure they're not against me. I'm not of the black race. I'm not a Negro. I'm not a nigger. I'm not really an American. I'm an bread, so. They have to get used to the presence of an angel, you know? Uh -huh. Because an angel is of a race. Now you got the elephant race, the ant race. I'm of the angel race, and I can prove it. Now that's a different story, you see, because it's impossible for a man to do anything about this planet. It is written that a man can't do it. So that you forget it. An angel can't. So do you, that's me. Can you, through your music, are you trying to change other humans into angels? I'm not trying. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you're, you're bringing them on up. <laughs> well, I am. I've been playing a low profile. I went to Egypt to stay because I see that, and I'm playing a low profile. But I, I had to come. I had to. Uh, the American Embassy was so worried about why I was out there. <laughs> Two months and a half, they were so worried. What was I doing either? And the English were worried about how could I dare to be in Egypt under the name of Ra? And the Egyptians were clapping their hands and singing along with Ra, so they couldn't. They were they were shocked that I was dare to be there in the name of Ra. And they come out the English and and the French come out every night and saying, I don't believe. It. <laughs> After two and a half months, they said, Well. I do believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted you to move on. Well, they, they couldn't understand. You know, they got censorship on music, and they couldn't understand how I could be in Egypt playing anything I wanted. That's the part they couldn't understand. Because uh -huh. they didn't bother me. 
uh, you were accepted by the Egyptians? Of course. They had to, you know. I was at home, you know, and they knew it. Uh, in fact, I told them they didn't belong there. <laughs> <laughs> this is my place. Time <laughs> they don't. I said, you're not the real Egyptians, and if it wasn't for the pyramids and the Sphinx there, you know, you just feel desert land. People come in to see those works of art, and they said, uh-huh. <laughs> then you didn't build that. The people who build it in America call themselves Negroes. They build it. But you, some of them, but some of them, I, I ring the Africans or something. But some people in this country, not Africans, they're Egyptians. And you can tell them by the fact that they uh, have motors. Mm-hmm. But America has pushed the ones who are materialistic and made millionaires out of the ones who deal on the physical plane, like football players and baseball players. But they didn't make Duke Ellington <laughs> And they didn't make the people who had this artistic and cry. They didn't do anything for them, you know. They had a hard way to go, but they still offered it, you know. They still offered their very best. And all you have to do is just read your history book and you can pick out the Egyptians from the Africans. Uh-huh. Because they always, they always had something to offer on them artistic plane and they gave the world alphabets and chemistry and everything. Those are the ones that in America that have given America all kind of inventions like George Washington College. They are of the Egyptians, of the ancient Egyptians. You know. So they got to, in American history, they got to now review the history of Egypt and see what happened. You know, the single leader saying they're from Egypt too. And, and, uh, they got a book on In fact, they went to the U.N. about moving the people out of there and then putting the real Egyptians back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but the man, the, the, the man who wrote it was coming to America to talk. He's in Senegal. And I just heard yesterday that, that the reason he didn't come here because the, the wings fell off the plane and the motor fell when he got ready to leave. So I really took that somebody didn't want to come here. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, he wanted to come here, so he couldn't. He, he was supposed to be out in Atlanta, some kind of conference with his book. It's written in French, you see. And he got all the details. I said so too. Got some books written depicting the difference between the two. See, it's, it's, uh, most people put black people in the same, but it's not right to do that. There's two classes of black people. One of them is, is over there, he's just other, so that's somebody else. And that's really, really no unity in the black people because the two different sets of people. And they're always natural enemies, you know. Well, and, and they, they still are. So <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a separation in America between, you know, you got to uh, forget the equality for black people and let the ones who are on this other plane separate from those lines. Because the ones who are on the artistic plane, the beautiful at the mercy of those who are physically materialistic. And it's not right to do that. So America got to wake up and look at the difference. Quick, they got to wake up and look at the difference. Is there hope for the uh, materialistic people, or is there going to be a, a split? Where I don't need them, you know. Uh-huh. It's too bad that they're not spiritual. They got it. My orders were to move here with those two spirits. And I always follow orders. It comes down to place those who are materialistic. If they don't change in turn, 
big fruit. Being, so this planet has to be productive for the creator right now. It hadn't produced anything but dead bodies. So therefore, it's got to be productive in order for people to still live on it because the planet doesn't belong to them. So then, it must be productive. It must produce something besides dead bodies. And it can do it too. Uh-huh. But well. the people got to have a different concept. They got to know the truth about each other. And they got to tell the truth. That's what it do. I'm always delighted when I hear them tell the truth. See, on the plane, it was a man, it was, it was a, a fellow on there, and almost he said, you know, I ain't no good. In fact, he said, ain't none of us no good. Ain't none of us on this planet no good. True. <laughs> so you're not on the planet, then? Well, I mean, I, I'm the worst of all, you know. <laughs> That's when I know that I'm gonna make it because I'm 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 pure evil, you know, and um, I you know got a lot of righteous people who never do anything good. They do plenty of evil. In fact, all the wars that start on this planet were started by the righteous. So I prefer to be evil and wicked because evil and wicked never start a war. <laughs> Too busy enjoying themselves. See, that's right. And besides that, war started in heaven. You see, a lot of people want to go to heaven, but they have to realize that the Bible said that was war in heaven, and they're not to go there because it started there, a place of war and destruction. That's what heaven is. But you know, they don't want to go to heaven because there's never been a war there. <laughs> They're never going to go there because everybody's scared to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what the boss might do to them. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, you got that. They have to sit, sit down like a little children and say, Now, heaven, what is heaven? And you read, That was war in heaven. And the walls fall all the way down to planet Earth. And my job is to tell the people of planet Earth, Do not get involved. Be neutral in this war between God and the so-called Satan. Do not get involved. Stand back and let them have it. If they don't like each other, let them fight each other. And you get a reserve seat. Don't take sides. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't afford because you're made out of flesh and blood. That's right. And you can die. They can't. Uh, they don't really need you. You just stand back. And I got plans, you know. I'm representing the folks that will make it possible to, to tell them what to do. They have to do it, you know. Like I told fellow yesterday, I said, look, the first man and woman with disobedience. And there have never been any people that were obedient on this planet. They all wayward, just like their mothers that have forefathers and, and full mothers. Adam and Eve, they were no good for nothing. I said, the people, they born of them are the same way. They're disobedient. And they're talking about freedom, and they should be talking about discipline. Because the people in the East have a lot of discipline. But no, but they not have much a lot freedom. of discipline. And they're not as far ahead as America is in doing things quick. And America has that advantage, and they should use it. But then they should do something really worthwhile for the survival of the people here. And not think about the money. Mm-hmm. 
in this place of is this very poor district. Very poor. It's just like it was back then. It hasn't changed. And and you know, it's original was called Babylon. Oh, here they think Babylon in Asia. But this place where the Romans put a fortress up is named Babylon. You can see the fortress there now. So somebody been teaching particular America backwards. Uh -huh. They're teaching the Babylon in Asia. And you go to Egypt, you see Babylon and called Old Cairo. Got a lot of names, but the Romans had a fortress there sometime in Babylon. A lot of things they got to know. See, Americans have been taught wrong. And by them not being over there in Europe, and they were over here, they don't get around much to have contact with other nations, so they got false impressions about these other nations. But Europe is getting more and more together, and America's going to be isolated, they're not careful. And this time when I went to Europe, they didn't even stop us at the borders to look at our passports. They must be getting together, because you know, even on the train, they, they, they come through the city, look at your passport. They didn't do that this time. We went right straight on through, like we traveled in the United States from country to country. They never asked about passports for that. Therefore, they got something going now. They getting unified. Because one thing, they scared of Russia. And they said America's way over here. And they rather out by Russia, their neighbors, so they can't afford to that type of money. So are you going to do your 100-piece orchestra again? Well, I always like to agitate and stir people and wake them up, so next time it'll be 200 pieces. <laughs> <laughs> they were shook up at the 100 pieces, 200, and I'm aiming for a thousand. And after that, I'm aiming for one million musicians to give a concert. Yeah. I'm aiming for the impossible. And I did the pops in New York when I had the band leaders playing in my band, and everybody said, you can't do that in New York. You simply can't get the, the values of the, the music to sell, to share their ego, but I did it. And they were there and they were playing too. And they all said they're in the band. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you know, and so therefore, they didn't, see, they really didn't know what I was doing because I, so many people have uh, said falsehoods about me. They didn't know I could play the blues. They didn't know that. A lot of things they didn't know, but when they sit in the band, they knew. Uh, they knew I was doing something else different. And uh, I got the music uh, where I can make you see what heaven should be. I can make you see love. I can make you see immortality. I can make you see everything with that music. Because I've experienced things uh, that, that I got the impressions. And it, you, you know, music is a language. So uh, I can present. Anything I want to express in music, I can do it. But since I'm not a politician or a preacher, anything makes me kind of uh, a weird oddball, and I don't know what to do about it, because Earth has no place for anybody unless they're a preacher, a, a, a politician, or something. They have no place for somebody like me. I'm an angel, you see. And Earth, none of the Constitution gives angel any rights, you know. <laughs> it's all about man and woman and children, and they never speak about, well, we have a constitution which gives uh, and other beings the right to visit us. Now, they have to do that. They have to say, if any beings can help us in our survival, they're welcome to visit us. And they have the right to do that. But they always be passing laws for their own self itself. 
they're proud, and they think that the world owes them a living, that somebody should bathe in, pet them, and, but you know, the poor insects out there, and the birds, and, and our bees, they don't got nobody to pet them. They're out there fighting to survive. They don't have no social security, no nothing. They're just out there in that jungle. And if they don't watch, they get eaten up, you know? And, and they're much smaller than people. They're at the mercy of whatever comes along if they don't protect themselves. That's the way it is. This planet is a very harsh planet. And it's like a school. You, have, you learn things. And there are some folks who are just ready to help you. And there are some ready to destroy you. It depends which one you listen to. Most people listen to the voice of destruction. I had something like that to happen in my band while trumpet player. We didn't have no distance. He said that the voice of the spirit of death was telling him to get in the oven at his sister's house. He said, my spiritual said, don't do it. But he listened to this, the voice of the spirit of death. He said that and got in his sister's oven. He said, trumpet up. So now his sister was astounded. She was scared. She didn't know what to do. So the superintendent of the building came up. Somebody told him it was a man baking in the oven. So he came up and jerked him out the oven. And he he bit the superintendent. The superintendent knocked him down to the floor. Then he bit him on the lower part of his body. I don't know what he did, but he managed to the hospital. And then they both of them in the same hospital. The police came and, and Although he had been fasting, see what did he had been fasting 90 days. And, and all the cells in his body lost the heat. The vegetarian too. And therefore he was so cold that the, the spirit of death would get in the oven to keep warm. And he was cold. And everybody in the band said, you shouldn't be fasting without being on the master. And you should eat some meat. And every time we go somewhere, he'd be the only one who gets sick, and he's a vegetarian. And, and he, he didn't have no heat in his body, so that's why he got in the oven. And he burned bad, he couldn't play his horn anymore. He finally died after about two or three years. That happened to him. Now, he said the spirit of death told him to get in the oven, and my spirit said, don't do it. And I suppose he'd been listening to me, but he never did. <laughs> didn't listen to you in the band. He didn't listen to you in the band. He didn't listen to Well, I'm going to, speaking of fasting, I'm going to let you eat. I think I got plenty of good stuff mm -hmm. here. And uh, it was real inspirational for me, and I know it was for a lot of other people. Well, I got one I See, one of these ideas, I'll be given the opportunity to change this plan. One thing I told a portfolio yesterday, well, the what you're going to do, I said, well, uh, I, I have to close up all the churches and start all over again, and we'll let the churches open up six days a week. <laughs> and the seventh day, they have a day of rest. <laughs> And everybody go out and party. <laughs> <laughs> but they catch them in that Western God on Sunday, go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my proof. They should be in there. All the folks is back. Pornography on 24 hours a day. 
They work seven days a week. And, but churches should be open six days a week. And Sunday or their Sabbath day, they should have a Sabbath. And don't worry, God. You see, they don't give God no rest on the seventh day. <laughs> they did the praying to Him, the services. They working, so they breaking the law. <laughs> a preacher have to do hard work. He got to holler and do. He's working. Now, how can you have a Sabbath when a preacher out there working? <laughs> the people going over the service. Services mean work. So they should, they, the, the Sabbath day, they should have no work whatsoever. Six days a week, 24 hours, the church ought to be open. Uh-huh. And, and something would happen, you know, if they did that. Well, Scott, you just went down there. One thing about it. Uh, if all the churches would close up on Sunday and nobody pray to God and it'd be silence, <laughs> then maybe God said, well, you know, I better go down and see what they're doing. Keep <laughs> <laughs> quiet, huh? <laughs> yeah, he did say, well, I better, and Satan would say, well, you know, they haven't even talked about me either. <laughs> <laughs> they both come now, they come now to see what you're doing. <laughs> and then they should, you know. They should let you see that. You don't need a hot no more. Yeah. Everybody's seen everything now. And they see all these horror movies and everything. So if God showed up, I mean, they're getting used to terror and being afraid. So, and Satan could show up now. And they're getting good practice for seeing the unknown and being terrified <laughs> on TV and in the, in the movies. They didn't see nothing but terror and horrible moths and everything. So Satan showed up. I really think he should. Because then you wouldn't have to worry about nuclear war. Have something bigger. Because to everybody would be scared to start one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the gremlins and gremlins were about to jump out. The gremlins would have paired on black people. <laughs> the world. I am seen it, but they say that because they're black and white. <laughs> they would stand up everything. <laughs> and that's right. So, you know, you got all that. You got a lot of things happening in America. But it really was built up as a prison house for certain black people. But they weren't doing right. So the creator set up something bad for them until they decide they're tired of evil. They have to decide, I'm tired of this. Are people going to have and time? I want, I want something different. I want something different. And that's all they got to say. But then they say, well, everything happened for the best, and let's do the will of the law. But they should not. Logically, they say that God put a sense of death on people, so they should uh, appeal the case. <laughs> it should be all for all people. I'm saying, I just black people, just people in general, should be allowed, but they're not. But black people are not gonna be in it, you know. They, they, the creators don't want yeah. nothing to do with them right now. It's the white race that I have to deal with. Yeah, I'm telling because. They had that chance, and they messed up somewhere. I don't know what happened, but the creator was very displeased with me. And sometimes when the creator visits me, I, I get so evil and so mad 
I hate myself. And, and he, that's where he feels to the black people. He's really mad with them. He told me so. And then Reverend Sun Moon said, in Madison Square Garden, he said that God was going to send the nation of the world a savior, but he wasn't sending one to black people. He sent them something else. So it, nobody asked, well, why you say that? And the black minister on the panel with the black intellectual said, God is not going to help black people. And nobody asked him why you say that. But that's true people who said it. I said so too. That's, that's right. <laughs> it's because, because it's some things that happen, something like in Georgia, a man went on the black church and said, I'm the living God, so the congregation jumped up to him on the sidewalk. <laughs> and he said, I'm the living God. And he, he threw him on the you don't do that kind of thing. Another, another, another man came and, and he, he, wanted to talk, he wanted to talk to the church that God sent a message. And the minister said, well, sit over there until I get through the service, then you can talk. But that's not proper. He should have said, come on up and <laughs> Allow a person that moment of comfort go on. But if I am, I was this planet. They would not worship God because God is death. And I can prove it. The Bible says that from Adam to Moses, death rules. And that's God. Doesn't the Bible say man should not go over? false idols in front of them, they built false idols. He gave us a start and he gave us a finish. They worship false idols. Yeah, you know, a black man, a black man one day shocked me so bad when he said, he said, on six days, God made the heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested, and then the goddamn thing sent. He's still resting. That's really no true, no, that's starving. And, and how can she even dare to talk about God and love? He got these little children that's starving. You got these people over in yourself uh, sleeping on the sidewalk. You got alcohol that was fa famine. You got Suzette's flower over there, a, a country as big as the United States. Can't nobody stay there. You got all kind of malaria over there in Africa. It, it's, not, it's not a good world. Well, Buckhead said a good earth. I mean, that picture, she showed all these bad things happening in China. Said a good earth. But there's nothing good about God. Unless it's in you, because each of us count, right? Yeah, well, it's like nice to God out of us. It, it's not to philosophize, but as long as there's one hungry child on this planet, you shouldn't worship God. I mean, you should care about something besides yourself. So it's all right to talk about how nice God is, but if one hungry child on this planet, God is not a good something to worship. <laughs> He's not doing his job. Well, he's doing his job of messing these people up. <laughs> <laughs> or spending $180,000 to build doors in Chicago for the Catholic Church, right? Two blocks away, they're starving people, right? Well, the Catholic Church really is worshiping Peter, and Peter is Satan. So it's a different church, you know. It's they like got the middleman, the God. They got he's Peter over there, and, and, and he's a black statue. And they kiss Peter Street every day, and they devote a black offer almost. And they go there, they, Peter set up the Catholic Church, and he's supposed to be saved. Christ don't say, get behind me, saved. So the Catholic Church is a totally different church from the Protestant Church. 
So I was rejected. Again, I was over in the U-Haul and it turned over three times with me and it was smashed down where I was sitting there crushed down. And I was in there and I was bowed down, just like these instructional train frame crashing. I was in there, you see? And uh, a lot of other things have happened. Like in San Francisco, we blew up this, I told us, I said, you know, this planet is dreadful. And uh, <laughs> you do have to have the protection of the creator. So we turned the corner and it stopped because down the hill was coming a car about 200 miles right. It was coming down that hill. Now, the traffic was going this way, but we had turned. Now, some more cars were standing over there. And we was on this narrow road where we couldn't get up on the curb because the fence there. And another car right behind, we couldn't back up. We just sat there. You know, it was a matter of moments. So now, well, nothing we could do. I just said the creator had to protect it. Now, when this car got out now, it passed us, and I said, bam, hit the car behind us. It didn't hit us, but it was supposed to crash into us. But what happened is, the car over there did like one of these magazines, kind of stop, 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 because it's and it hit this car so hard, it knocked it way behind us, and it was in the same going round, round, and round, and round. I've had a lot of experiences happening to me. That film from like a Congo drummer, I was telling him, well, he was felt that no one cared about him because he found he was going to go to Europe with us and he wanted his passport. He found out that his mother wasn't his mother and his father wasn't his father, that the ones had given him away. He showed so bad he said they didn't care about me. He, he was really desolate. But I told him, well, the creator is also in the land of death. He on both sides. Don't worry. Don't worry. He cares about you. So about a month later, he died. Now, this is authentic record in Philadelphia Hospital. He died. So they called me up and told him. I said, well, I told him what I had to tell him. I told him he'd find out. So they, at the hospital, they have pounded him down on his chest and heart started to beat again. So about two days later, he died again. This time, since he was dead, they stuck needles in his heart and came back again. Oh. The, the, the next day, about three or four days, he died again. This time, they took cut his heart out of his body and massaged it, and he's still playing his congo drum. Now, I told him, <laughs> I said, he, he, he's over there on the other side, too. So he, he said, well, when he went through this, he saw this light and he went through a tunnel. He found his light, he found himself on the rim of death. He said, these two beings met him. I said, who were they? He said, God and Satan. I said, did they look angry? Oh, no, they were the best of friends. I said, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and they asked me the same question. What is the most sacred thing in the universe? And he said, I didn't know what to say. I said the water, and then I said, no, that's not it. I told him I didn't know. Silence is probably good, though. No, he, he, that's an answer, 666. Yeah. Six, six. Mm -hmm. That's an answer. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. told, you told him that, anything could have happened for you. You might have got in my tablet.